Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. Plans with low-cost co-pays. <laughs> I can get down with that. Make your annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free Fix Finder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free Fix Finder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. Only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. Love is in the air, and Burnell's offers the finest gift for lovers. Hi, it's Nathan from Burnell's Fine Jewelry and Design. Let me tell you, jewelry always surpasses chocolate in sweetness and outlasts flowers by centuries. This year, skip the boring gift and surprise her with a thoughtful diamond ring, pearl earrings, or a gold necklace that will truly make her heart skip a beat. We have romantic gifts for under $500 so you can show the love without breaking the bank. Visit us on the northeast corner of Rock and Central or shop online at Burnell's.com. Because when it comes to love, only the finest will do. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 tournament championship games. And it all leads to our selection. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. Former USC quarterback Caleb Williams in his first public comment since declaring for the NFL draft told ESPN's Pete Thamel he'll be excited if the Bears select him with the first overall pick. Also said if Chicago trades the pick and he's drafted by somebody else, he'll be just as excited. Push back on any notion he'd request a trade. Bears GM Ryan Poles has said he wants to make a decision as quickly as possible whether he'll trade Justin Fields or draft a QB. ESPN NFL draft expert Mel Kuyper Jr. To me, it's a tough call for Ryan Poles. If you get blown away by an offer, it's going to be tough not to take it. I get that. Will he be blown away? Will he? If he's not, then obviously you sit there and say, I'm taking Caleb Williams because if it's a push, in my mind, guys, if it's a push, you draft Caleb Williams, you reset the clock, and you trade Justin Fields. Mel on unsportsmanlike. The Dolphins and Vikings won and two respectively in the second annual report card by the NFLPA, which ranks teams according to various categories based on results of player surveys. The Chiefs were ranked 31st ahead of only the Commanders. The Chiefs are releasing receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, saving $12 million on their salary cap. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Kennedy, coming up Thursday. In honor of Leap Day, I'll tell you the athlete or the team that will take a huge leap next season. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-C. And we're back. Welcome. It is our number two here on The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, streaming 
on your favorite smart speaker. Tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream the show on the TuneIn app on your smartphone and stream it online at ESPNWichita.com. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is producing once again. If you would like to be a part of the show this hour, you certainly can. Here's how. The number to dial is 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. You'll also need that number in order to have the ability to win $30 worth of Kansas Lottery tickets. If you just want to interact with us, the text line is always available. Hit us up, 316-247-0923. Whatever is on your mind. If you want to get off the off your temple, we can certainly do that. 316-247-0923. Social media, ESPN Wichita on Twitter slash X, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Like and follow all those pages so that way you don't miss out on any potential giveaways. We do lots of giveaways. So if you have any interest in that, continue to pay attention to our social media pages. Like and follow. That's where you get to start, though. Here in 20 minutes, David Lesky of Inside the Crown. We had him on a couple weeks ago. No surprise, after we had him on, he's begging me to come on every single week, so I guess we'll do it. I'm just playing around. I actually texted him the day. I'm like, do you even want to come on the show? It's completely up to you. It's like, yeah, well, I'm going to be gone next week, so let's do it. So David Lasky will be on the show to recap the first weekend of spring training baseball for the Kansas City Royals. He'll also talk about Brady Singer, who was in action today, and so on and so forth. So that's coming your way shortly. After that, we will have a Who Am I Wednesday. Can I stump Jack Johnson? I doubt it, but we'll try Before we talk about the Chiefs, let me tell you, I know it's cold. I know it's cold. So if you go to these places, you don't have to go out to the patio area. But if you do, they do have some heated patio areas, just saying, at Twin Peaks, Ridge and Taft and 21st and Rock, the two locations. We love Twin Peaks. We're going to be out at Twin Peaks West coming up on Friday. Join us at Ridge and Taft for some eats, drinks, and scenic views. Also join us for a Lent bundle. Grab the beer-battered fish and chips for a light and fresh fare that never skimps on the flavor. This beer-battered cod is served with house-made tartar, malt vinegar, and French fries. Score them along with a 22-ounce Miller Lite or Coors Light for just $12 every Friday through Easter. Or grab them with a soda or tea for just 10 smackers. Pretty cool, huh? I say so. Happy hour going on right now at Twin Peaks as well. When we're out there on Friday, you can join me for that because 3 o'clock is when it officially kicks off. No one does happy hour like Twin Peaks. Two locations right here in Wichita, out east at 21st and Rock, out west at Ridge and Taft. Both locations are fantastic. And I'm looking forward to a good time coming up on Friday. So the Kansas City Chiefs, lots of news involving the Kansas City Chiefs. Some good, some bad. The good for the Kansas City Chiefs is the announcement of releasing 
Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I know you're thinking, wait, they cut a player and that's good news. Well, yeah, that is good news because the Chiefs, we mentioned this as an option, they could save over $10 million if they release Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And that's exactly what happened. $12 million being saved against the salary cap. The move comes after the Chiefs informed cornerback LeJerry Sneed they are prepared to use the franchise tag on him. We talked about that yesterday, and really the the reaction from yesterday is still the reaction today, and that is the fact that there's still a trade option on the table for LeJerry Sneed. I don't necessarily hate it because, once again, Brett Veach has never really been shy of, of making these moves when maybe other franchises are maybe a little bit gun-shy on making these moves. It's not like Brett Veach is a revolutionary, but I do feel like sometimes in the National Football League, people tend to hang on to maybe their assets too long or they're just unwilling to just let someone go and try to get something in return so they just feel like they're forced to give someone a long-term contract. Brett Veach has never really been that type of character, being the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus, the Chiefs, they don't have a lot of draft capital. Something tells me you could probably get a couple picks for LeJerry Sneed and maybe even a player for that matter. What I find funny on the text line yesterday at 316-247-0923, someone brought up using him as a trade chip in order to get Mike Evans from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know. I guess you're going to have to go play around with that on Madden or on a hypothetical trade machine. I just don't know if that's even possible. And I don't know if that's really the the number one priority for Kansas City and Brett Veach's mind right now. It seems like the number one pri- priority for Brett Veach is to try to get Chris Jones on that roster to a long-term contract. That seems to be the case. Now, he could just be saying this just to say this too for that matter. Brett Veach isn't going to come out and say, yeah, no, we're having terrible talks with Chris Jones. It's not going to pan out. We're just going to move on from him. Don't think that is going to be the case. Here's the factor that I think that maybe we're all forgetting, and I don't know. We'll see. But Chris Jones, if, if I am Chris Jones at this point, and now you know that LeJarius needs getting the franchise tag, wouldn't you want to entertain every offer out there in free agency? Wouldn't you want to entertain everyone's offer? Everyone's assuming he's going to be back with the Chiefs, but at some point there's going to be a a number that Chris Jones is going to want, his agents are going to want, and the Chiefs are going to want. And if that number isn't met, if there's not an agreeable number there and someone's offering that number, if not more, wouldn't Chris Jones be wise to take a look at that? I know at the parade you said that he'll be a chief next year and the year after that and the year after that, but how realistic is that going to be the case when someone offers him maybe $30, $50 more than what the Kansas City Chiefs are offering him? I don't think it is a, a foregone conclusion, a foregone conclusion that Chris Jones is going to be a chief. But this move at least does indicate, hey, we are going to do our best. And you'd rather have LeJarrius Sneed on a franchise tag that's worth $19.2 million, or excuse me, $19.8 million compared to the $32.2 million that it's going to cost to maintain Chris Jones on a franchise tag. 
you do give yourselves a little bit of leeway in addition to the salary cap increasing, but to also get $12 million by cutting a wide receiver who only did well in the postseason. Yeah, that seems like an easy deal. When we looked at potential moves for Kansas City, this one seemed the most obvious for Brett Feach and the Chiefs. All right, MVS, here's the best part. At, at least with Kansas City, maybe you feel like you kind of got slided and you got the short end of the stick if you're a Kansas City fan. But there are two Super Bowls that you got with Marquez Valdez scaling as being a wide receiver. He's going to go down as a two-time Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs. For as bad as he was in the regular season, he had his moments in the re- in the postseason, and everyone got what they wanted, right? Kansas City got him on a, a deal that was somewhat cheap, I would argue. It seemed like a good deal at the time. Now, when you looked at his performance on the field, all the drops, maybe not a good deal. But you got two Super Bowls out of him. He got two Super Bowls. And now he gets a chance to test free agency, and maybe he'll find a home somewhere. Don't know if he'll get a three-year contract like he got for the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't think he's going to get that. But the guy got two Super Bowl rings. Don't think he's going to be too mad about that. And let's be real, being around him, the one thing I'm going to remember about MVS is the fact that he just never took ownership and he just deflected, deflected, deflected. But, hey, by golly, he had a couple grabs when the Chiefs needed it, including one that sealed the deal against the Baltimore Ravens. This was the most obvious move for Kansas City. And this was really the, truly the good of the day for the the Kansas City Chiefs. Jack, how are you going to remember MVS? You know, I I would probably put him in the same category as Sammy Watkins, as the guy who really made a name for himself in the postseason, probably along the same lines as how we remember Frank Clark. You know, uh, I think when you play that well in the postseason, when you have timeless and memorable big-time catches that lead your team to a Super Bowl, in fact, back-to-back years, it's hard to look down on the signing. And if the Chiefs didn't win it this year, I think we are probably all feeling differently uh, about today. I think we all knew this was coming. Uh, you would be naive to think the Chiefs were going to hang on to MVS for another season just because his contract had an additional year on it. Uh, to me, though, this was the perfect way to go out, right? You went back-to-back Super Bowls. He was huge in both playoffs. And you look back now and you don't really shun the deal because without MVS – you can actually make a case that the Chiefs don't get to the Super Bowl if he doesn't catch that ball against Baltimore, if he doesn't have that performance against the Bengals in the AFC title game, if he doesn't have that big touchdown catch in the Super Bowl. Like, where are the Chiefs? Who did they, who would they have gone to? Who else would they have brought in? And, you know, that's kind of the, uh, the great thing about being a fan uh, and you're rooting for your team and you see them win a Super Bowl. You don't really care about uh, the overpaying aspect. Like, Frank Clark was absolutely overpaid, but – he brought a couple of Super Bowls to Kansas City, and he was huge in the playoffs. That's what you remember more so in the regular season. And I think for MVS, think about how quickly we forgot about the drops after the Baltimore game or after the yeah. Miami game. We, we immediately forgot about it. We're like, we love MVS. Thank you for doing all that you did. Whereas a few months before that, we're talking about how he takes no accountability. He's pointing the finger elsewhere. He's blaming Patrick Mahomes. Like Everybody wanted him out of Kansas City that next week, but... You know, at the end of the day, whether the Chiefs, you know, would have held on to him for another year, 
Would they have cut him now like they did today? You remember him as a two-time Super Bowl champion. He was one of the 53, and I think that if you're one of those guys, everybody thinks of you more fondly rather than maybe the wrong things, the bad things, or not being able to live up to the expectations. So, yeah, much sweeter taste in everybody's mouth uh, than it would have been if the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl and he wasn't a factor in the playoffs. He actually came to Wichita last year for a Wichita Sky Kings game. <laughs> I actually had him autograph an item of mine because the guy's a Super Bowl champion. Why not? That's how I'm going to remember him. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be maybe a tiny footnote in the eyes of, of many fans. So I know every time I go go back to my basement and I I look around and I see all the memorabilia that I have down there, I will certainly be looking at the area where it's dedicated to the Chiefs and their their Super Bowl championships. I will definitely be looking at that hat going, oh, yeah, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. How about them apples? <laughs> One of the more random things, to, to say the least. But, hey, again, this was an obvious move. You'd be dumb to think that Kansas City wouldn't shuffle up the, the, the wide receiver room to some extent. This was the easiest option. It gives you money. Now, for Kadarius, Tony Sky Moore, it's a little bit different of a story because what financial gain do you get out of releasing those guys? You don't get anything quite like this. So I guess you kind of see what happens. You try for Chris Jones. If you strike out there, then now you have some more money to play with and you could divvy out elsewhere. Maybe you can maintain some other guys. Maybe you can get a long-term contract done with Legereus Sneed. That just gives you more possibilities. But it does seem like, number one, it is Chris Jones, and then the rest could potentially fall for Brett Peach. So that's really the good. I know cutting someone's not always the the right way of – you don't want to celebrate that by any stretch of the imagination. But I bring up that being the good because you would think that maybe announcing all these renovation plans and seeing the renderings, you would think that would be good. The good part about the Kansas City Chiefs here for today, which I saw a bunch of the pictures, I've seen the the things that they're trying to do, I still don't understand why you just don't completely just demolish and start from scratch. I know why. There's some reasons to why you, you don't do that, and I understand that completely. But to me, though, like looking at the renderings, yeah, they look great. Is the parking really going to be better? Who the heck knows? And really... I'm just a little stunned that they're not just trying to get a brand-new stadium because the Kansas City Royals seem to be getting a brand-new stadium. I'm surprised the Chiefs are going to get one as well. Here's why I bring up that being, you would think that would be the good, but in all reality, it's kind of the bad. that The timing of it, maybe it was planned by the Chiefs. But there is a report that the two-time defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, they were the second-lowest-graded team in the National Football League ahead of only the Washington Commanders in the second annual report card that ranks teams according to various categories based on the results of players' surveys. More than 1,700 players, up from about 1,300 last year, participated in the survey between August and November, which was released by the NFLPA on Wednesday. Players were asked to grade their teams on a wide variety of subjects, ranging from team facilities to coaching staffs to owners. The top two teams in the overall survey were the same as last year, though they switched places with the Miami Dolphins finishing ahead of the Minnesota Vikings this year. But the Chiefs' ranking does stand out, particularly since Andy Reid ranked first among 
32 teams in the head coach category, which is new this year and heavily weighted in the final grade. Chiefs owner Clark Hunt ranked last out of 32 team owners. Those grades were based on what players perceived as a willingness to invest in the team's facilities. The Chiefs ranked 26th in the food-slash-cafeteria category, 31st in the nutritionist-dietitian category, 31st in training room, and 32nd in training staff. NFL PA Executive Director Lloyd Howe said, To me, this is not a shaming exercise. We want to highlight teams that are doing well, but also highlight areas for improvement. The Chiefs stand out because they rank poorly in many of the same categories last year. One specific criticism that the Chiefs players had was that they had stools instead of actual chairs in their locker room, and the team did switch the chairs, according to the NFLPA. Chiefs players also said they were promised after the 2022 season that the locker room would be renovated, but it was not. According to the NFLPA, players were told their Super Bowl run extended the season so long that the team didn't have enough time in the offseason to make renovations. Howe said there were a number of teams that ranked near the bottom last year who took the grades to heart and made improvements. Arizona Cardinals did, and I guess the Bengals did as well. Now we'll see if the Chiefs do the same. Let's go to the phones before we get to David Lesky. Someone wants to talk about the NFL draft or has a question about the NFL draft. We welcome in Joe to the program. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Pulse. How you doing? Hey, doing great, guys. I really appreciate you having me on here. Uh, love the show, by the way. I listen to you daily. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you, question. Joe. What's on your mind? Well, okay, so one of the things that kind of gets under my skin a little bit is so far with this NFL draft talk, everything is about Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams. And I'm thinking to myself, what is the big deal, honestly? Because I see other quarterbacks in this draft who I really feel like have accomplished more than him. Why aren't we talking about them more? And the thing is, the Bears, I mean, you know, back when Mahomes was getting drafted, the Bears were so certain on Trubisky. They take the guy, and we know how that turned out. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I think we kind of feel like in some ways, it's like we have to question their choice and what they're going to pick here because I haven't, honestly, in just my opinion, I haven't seen enough from Caleb to say that's the guy. I think you really feel, I feel like you need someone who's shown that they've really proven something in college so far. And, I mean, have a few accolades under that. I mean, like a, like a J.J. McCarthy or a... Uh, 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 you know, one of those guys. I just want your thoughts on that. Yeah, I appreciate you, Joe. Thank you so much for calling. Really do appreciate it. You know, I think the main reason why Caleb Williams is is getting so much talk, I think there's a couple reasons. One, the fact that he is out of USC. I think we all know that that drives a, a little bit more intrigue. You get more people talking about Southern California rather than maybe some some Jimmy Joe out of out of Wyoming, and I'm not trying to compare this to Josh Allen, but I think that's why there's there's so much on on Caleb Williams, and that's part of it is coming from where he's coming from. But the other thing is, too, with Caleb Williams, you bring up a good point. I don't even know if he's truly the best quarterback in this year's NFL draft. It's always a crapshoot. I think we all get that. And the Chicago Bears, they have such a unique thing. I think that's why there's so much attention 
on on what the Bears are going to do because the Chicago Bears they have Justin Fields and they, and they have so many different ways that they can play this. They got cap space. They can choose to go in different directions. They can keep Justin Fields and go with someone else that maybe would help out another position, or they very well could just say, screw it, we're going to go with Caleb Williams because we've been force-fed that he is the top quarterback in in this year's draft. And with them messing up a while ago, as you pointed out there, Joe, that's probably another reason why there's probably a little bit more more of an emphasis on what do the Bears do here because of what they did not too long ago. And some people are still not sold on Justin Fields. I, however, think that Justin Fields would be the the guy for me for the Chicago Bears. That's just my gut feeling. But then who does Caleb Williams end up going to? And there are some people, too, saying, well, does Caleb Williams demand for a trade if he – if he winds up going there, or does Justin Fields demand for a trade? Well, yeah, no one's. Those two guys are going to want to coincide with each other. One of those guys wants to be the dude. That's what everyone really wants to do, especially at the quarterback position. You go somewhere, you hope that you're the number one guy. If you don't think of me as the number one guy, I want to go somewhere else and want to be the number one guy for another team. So that's my gut feeling. Caleb Williams this past year, I think some people thought that maybe his draft stock would fall a little bit because of 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 the fact that USC wasn't playing for a national championship, so Caleb Williams didn't give it his all, all that stuff. I don't know if I'm one of those individuals who's harping on that, but I know some people are certainly pointing that out. Caleb Williams is is he's just been given this this title throughout his entire college football career. That's why everyone I think is truly so dedicated to Caleb Williams and what he is going to do and what the Chicago Bears are going to do. Time will tell on if he's the right pick or not. Appreciate you, Joe. Thank you so much for calling in here today. Well, I didn't get a chance to really wrap up my thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs and their poor rankings, but maybe we can circle back around to it tomorrow here on the show. We'll see. I I just think the timing is is perfect. The timing of, of of saying that this is what's going to happen with the renovations on the same day of the NFLPA, the the draft grade or not the draft grade, the the, the grade of your facilities, that's just the perfect timing. Something tells me the Chiefs are planning on this for a little while now. I'm still just again, I'm still a little bit stunned that they're not just going to completely just say let's build a brand new stadium. Instead, it's just going to renovate, and this is how it's going to be. That surprises me just a, a little bit, but maybe we can circle back around to it with Jack Johnson later on because right now we got to take a break. When we do return, we'll have David Lesky of Inside the Crown. Since we are taking a late break, we'll do our Kansas Lottery giveaway after Lesky, so stay tuned. That's coming your way in moments right here on The Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Your home's in your hands, you build it. Maybe your dream home is the home you already have. With interest rates going up, many homeowners are choosing to do a major remodel with the help of You Build It. Make your own choices, control your own budget, do as little or as much of the work yourself as you want, and have confidence that your remodel is done the way you want it. Call or text now, 316-260-2044 to schedule your free consultation or visit You Build it.com. That's the letter U, then buildit.com. Your home's in your hands. You build it. 
Decided it's time to start saving for your children's college education, but not sure where to start? Let me, Pete Anderson, investment advisor representative at Vantage Point Financial Group help. I'll explain tax advantage college 529 savings plans and other options to find the right fit for your family. Find me online at vpfgroup.com or just text 316-333-7530. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Mosaic Wealth. Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com slash local. Specific markets, restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-384-9393. That's 800-384-9393. 800-384-9393. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone's favorite bump music is back, and everyone's favorite hooligan is also back here on the Pulse. David Lasky of Inside the Crown joins us once again. A hooligan is a compliment for you, right, Lasky? I felt like it was. Are you calling a hooligan? I, I said everyone's favorite hooligan. You're everyone's favorite hooligan. I, I mean, I guess I'll be a, a favorite. That's, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> There are worse things I could call you. I'd rather be a favorite than than a least favorite. And See, that's it. See, I said favorite. Yeah. Is this is this a definition of like a backhanded compliment? Is that what this is? Yeah, it one hundred percent is knuckles and everything. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. You um, you've made your bed. Now you better lie in it. I, I don't know what that, that means, even. <laughs> I was like, you know what sounds great? My bed. My bed does sound fantastic right now. It, yeah. it sounds like a wonderful thing. I wish I could just do my show from my bed. That would be great. I don't know but, why you can't, but whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, right now you could be reporting from your bed for all we know. You, you would never know. 
I I'm would not, never but know. you would never know. <laughs> and who knows? I mean, we don't know if you have pants on, you have clothes on. We don't. We don't know. Uh, we I'm, have no I'm idea. In my office. So yes, I'm. I'm, I'm fully. Okay, clothed. so you're good there. Okay, good. I'm fully clothed. I'm upright. I actually pace when I when I'm on the phone, so I'm walking <laughs> around. <laughs> well, let's let's be real. So you on your bingo card, the first homer of spring training was Drew Waters. You you called that right? You predicted it. Yeah. Did you not? I yeah. There, there's there's proof of that somewhere. Um, I just need to create it. <laughs> is this is this where you do a a hey I'm gonna post an article about predictions and like back stamp it like back time yes. it to good yes. call I you know what's funny I I've never thought about doing that um, and I think I might at the end of the year be like hey look what I predicted guys and and backed it into like February like 18th or something okay. I like that don't don't tell okay. me please. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, the first weekend's over, and apparently Cole Reagans is going to be the American League, you know, MVP. He's going to be the yeah. Cy Young Award winner, um, which I guess is great. I guess that's kind of a kind of a kind of a cool thing. But also, too, Brady Singer today. I know we'll probably circle back around to him with a couple of innings pitched, and didn't look all that bad. So let's just let's just dive right into the first weekend, though. What what was your number one takeaway from the first weekend of spring training baseball for the Kansas City Royals? Uh, probably Cole Reagans. I mean, it, it was only two innings, and nothing's more than two innings in the first weekend of spring training. Um, but it, it was it was fun because it was the first game that we were able to watch on television. Um, not everybody was still, but I was, so sorry if you couldn't. Um he looked great. Um, felt like everything was working really well for him. He he was filling up the zone more than he had last season. That was that was kind of like if you're looking at one thing that you need him to do a little more is throw a few more strikes. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you're really, I mean, splitting hairs here. But um, he was in the zone more. I thought he looked really good there. I thought um, I, there, there was his. I think it was his last pitch was a 101-mile-per-hour fastball with uh, 20 inches of induced vertical break, which is just stupid. <laughs> like, your stupidity, uh, especially for a first spring outing. So um, that that's number one. Look, if, if the Royals if the Royals are going to win a division, and I don't think they will, but that's the goal, which is the correct goal to have. <laughs> um, and that's something that the, the team – the players at least are publicly saying they believe can happen. I don't know if they do or don't. Um, I hope they do believe it because they should. If they're going to win a division, it's going to require Cole Reagan's being that good. Um, I'm not, he doesn't have to win the Cy Young <laughs> to win the division. But if they're going to be the best team in the AL Central, which is um, not, the, not the you know damning with faint praise here, but if they're going to be the best team in the AL Central, Cole Reagan's to be at least a number, a legitimate number two starter, if not a number one. And he was a number one for his final 11 starts in 2023. Um, so it's not that there's any reason to believe he can't be, but he's, he has to be or else it's just not going to happen. Okay, so now we know that Cole Reagans, we got your thoughts on that. What about Brady Singer from the day? Um, I didn't see it, so I don't know how he looks. But the, look, you, you strike out three guys in two innings. You, you you're happy with that? Either strikes. It looks like um, I the Mariners. I, I don't. I didn't really pay that close attention to their lineup, but I I, I imagine they threw out some regulars because they're in Peoria, so they're at home, which means 
probably more regulars than not. Um, it's, it's a good first start. The thing about spring training is so interesting because in, in a lot of ways you look at it and you go, it doesn't matter. The, the results don't matter. The results don't matter. It's only the process. The process is the only thing that matters in spring training. And it's easy to say that, but from a mental standpoint, like even the strongest mentally players need success. <laughs> I, you, you probably, um, I, I will, I'll pay you a compliment. I think you're very good at your job, Pat. And I hope you don't believe that you that. believe, you don't I don't, believe but that. I'm, I'm trying to you be don't right here. I, I hope that you believe that too. But if you have a couple shows where, Ah, you fumble an interview, you know, the it's just it's not smooth for whatever reason. Like you probably lose a little confidence. <laughs> I mean, I, I we've all been there. This is not you just cuz you're good at your job doesn't mean you can't have some doubts about yourself. And so the good results it's it's important to have those good results. It's also important for players who don't to say, "Hey, it's just spring training. I'm working on stuff." <laughs> so it kind of goes both ways, but um yeah, I mean, it it's good Better to be good than bad, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Gee, it's better to be good than bad. Write that down. Better to be good than bad. Yeah, write it in pen because you're going to need to I'll, keep that. Put it, sure. put it on your uh, – tattoo it on your forehead. <laughs> David Letsky inside the crown joining us here today on the Pulse. What about St. Lugo? Yeah, oh, man. I, so, sounded like he looked great. Again, didn't see it. Spring training is so tough, too. If you're not there and the game's not televised or if you're – you know, working your your nine to five, especially before daylight saving time, because the game started at two instead of three, um, so you don't even get home before they're over usually. But um, it sounded like we, he looked he looked really good. I talked to somebody who was there who did see him and said, just looked like he was ready to take that next step. Which it's funny to think about a, a pitcher in his mid thirties ready to take a next step. But Lugo is a guy who, I mean, he didn't start full time until last season, so. In terms of a starting pitcher, he's very inexperienced, but he's got the value of having the experience of pitching in the big leagues for years on top of that. Um, yeah, uh, it sounded like he looked really good. Right mindset out there, um, working on some pitches, adding some pitches. I'm I'm really intrigued to see what Lugo can do, especially because you know, when you look at the Royals signings, there were a lot of one-year deals, a handful of two-year deals, but a lot of the two-year deals, or maybe all of them, actually, um, have a player option after year one. So it, it, a lot of these guys are not guaranteed to be in Kansas City beyond 2024. Lugo got three years with the option after year two. So he's a guy they believe in for at least two years. Um, and, yeah, it was, it, was, it was encouraging to hear how he looked from the people who I talked to who did see him. What about the offense so far for the Kansas City Royals? Is there anyone in particular that's been a, a surprise at this point? Not, not at this point, I don't think. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't scored runs, really. I mean, it's been, it hasn't been those crazy Arizona games yet, which is interesting because it's, the, the weather has been like late spring warm down there. Um, and, and, but, you know, the Royals haven't given up a ton of runs either, so it's maybe it hasn't been the best hitting environment like it usually is. But haven't scored a ton of runs. Um, I, I think I, I was really in, in, encouraged by Nick Prado hitting a home run on a two-strike pitch. It was 3-2, so not exactly two strikes. But it was still, there were two strikes in the count. Um, I was encouraged by that. And he kind of expanded his own a little bit to get to that ball. 
um, which obviously was a pitch he could drive. So it's okay to expand the zone if, if it's in a spot that you can do damage to it. Um, you know, to me, the key for him this season, whether it's in Kansas City or Omaha, and I think it'll be Omaha to start, he, he just can't be so passive. It, there's just so many takes, and there's, there's, a, there's a point when your, your plate discipline starts to hurt you, and he has a great eye at the plate. He legitimately does, um, but he, he's got to swing the bat a little bit because he doesn't have the best bat-to-ball skills, and so... To to ignore a pitch, I mean, this is I, I was lauding him for a three-two home run, but I mean, there there were bats I could I could look at where he, it was one and zero, and he'd take a pitch that he could do damage on because he wanted to get deep into the count. Well, you're not guaranteed to see a pitch you can hit, especially when you're not great at actually making contact. So he he's got to be a guy who swings the bat a little bit more, which is something I never thought I'd say about anybody, but and especially in the Royals organization, but. For him to do that on a two-strike pitch was really impressive to me. Um, I, I'm going to guess that at some point we're going to have a week where everybody goes, oh, my God, the Royals scored 63 runs in seven games. That's crazy because pretty much every team does that in the Cactus League at some point. <laughs> but hasn't happened yet, so there's not a whole lot of surprises yet. All right. Well, there's still time. There's still time. Plenty of time. Plenty of spring training baseball left to be played. Yes. And then there's a lot of regular season baseball. I hear they it is. they play a few games, yeah. Um, it's a, a lengthy lengthy schedule. <laughs> anything else? Anything else you want to bring up? Am, am I missing anything? Carlos um, Hernandez. How about that? What about Carlos Hernandez yeah. and and that news? Obviously, doesn't seem good. That's a tough blow. Um, I mean, Hernandez is an interesting pitcher in 2024 because. His 2023 was so weird. Like he he was really good for a long stretch of the season, and then basically the second he became a leverage guy, because Chapman had been traded a month before Barlow got traded, Quas got traded. It was okay. This is Carlos Hernandez's bullpen, and it was just, I mean, like he like he hit a Taco Bell buffet on the mound and <laughs> like all down his leg um, for weeks. Just you couldn't count on him in any in any situation. But this season, with what they did with the bullpen, um, he became Nick Anderson, John Shriver, who they acquired, um, Chris Stratton, Will Smith, and then James MacArthur, who who emerged. All of a sudden, Carlos Hernandez is like the sixth and maybe seventh option in the bullpen. If you if you really like John McMillan, and I do, um, Carlos Hernandez might be the seventh seventh option in the bullpen. So you went from a situation where, okay, he's got to be good to, well, if he's not good, you move on. Um, but you also have this insanely high upside pitcher who's your sixth or seventh reliever. And now that, that's, we don't know. Well, we'll see because he's, I, I would assume he misses the start of the season at the very least. Um, could be more. We don't know yet unless I've missed something today. But, um, yeah, it, it's tough, tough break for him. Tough break for the Royals, but they do have they're in a good they're in a good position. They have some depth in the bullpen. Um there were there were a handful of guys who I'm looking at going, I don't know how he makes the team, but I think he's a good reliever. And now now there's one more spot for that for whoever that might be. Um the the, the one I feel the worst worst for is Christian Chamberlain. 
um, torn UCL. Sounds like Tommy John surgery is coming for him. He he was drafted in uh, was he 2020? I think he was 2020. Got a non-roster invite to camp in his first inning. Had to come off the mound, and that's just brutal because now you know the time of year you're you're looking at midseason next year now for him. Um, and you know some of these fringe reliever prospects, if they get hurt right when they're on the verge of he wasn't going to make the team, but he was probably going to be pretty uh, an early-ish call-up if, if needed. Um, he may never get that chance again. So that, that's tough for him. All right. I think that's all, David Lesky. Are you going to watch any games next week in Arizona or no? Yeah, we'll go. We'll go to a game or two. It's different. You know, Part of it, this is not the best planning of job by me. They're off one day, and um, they have a night game one day. Which not the easiest with a one year old. So oh come on, yeah. you can accomplish that. You can, I can do, do it. I set my mind to, but um, I'll I'll be out there though. So if if you're out in Arizona this upcoming weekend and early week, um, just shout my name, and if I hear you, I'll come say hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was I was I was trying to think think of something clever there for a moment. I was like, nah, I'll I think I'll just let that one lie. Don't touch that one That's with fair. with a with a pole. I'll yeah. just take a step step back. Just scream it, and if I can, I'll follow the voice, and I'll I'll find you, and I'll I'll let you buy me uh buy me a hot dog. Yeah, well, I'm sure you know you'll probably find someone's going to be there, or you'll text me an hour before saying, hey, come out to Arizona, and I'll you know. Yeah, I'll I'm tell the you one who will text there. you that for sure. 100%. <laughs> I'm the one who texts you to go to places you can't make in time. You're right. Yes, you will. That's exactly uh-huh. it. That's how I'm, gonna, that's how I'm going to, uh, uh, I guess, dress up the story. i gotta, I got to gotta tell the truth. That's the truth. That's what's going mm-hmm. on. David Lesky yep. just sends text Your messages. Of the truth. So, that's right. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. 100%. That's the world that we live in, man. I don't, I don't agree with that strategy or that viewpoint. What can I do to find something with my viewpoint? This is it. This is what I can do. You that's, nailed it. That's the world. That's the world you we live it. in. That's the world we live in. All right. Well, hey, safe travels out to Arizona. Have a lot of fun, even if it is with a one-year-old. You make it sound so disappointing. Yeah, it's kind of tough with a one-year-old. Have fun with your child, <laughs> and we will talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Pat. All right. Thanks, man. That is David Lesky with Inside the Crown here on The Pulse. Always a treat to have David Lesky on the show. He is far from a hooligan, but I do enjoy having David Lesky here on the program every single week. So let us take a break. Before we officially do that, let's give away the $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets. I told you that we would do it and just kept Getting pushed back. So let's get to our $30 worth of cash blitz instant tickets, courtesy of the Kansas Lottery. 316-669-4996. Must be 18 years of age or older to enter. Keep the fun going when you become a Kansas Lottery Play On member. Join today by going to playonkansas.com and sign up. It is absolutely free to join. Call in now, 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996.
669-4996. Best of luck. When we return, Who Am I Wednesday with Jack Johnson next. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an addition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One, where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is Banking Reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. Spring training is underway and baseball season is coming. Opening day for the Wichita Wind Surge is April 5th and tickets go on sale February 29th at Riverfront Stadium and online at windsurge.com. Suites, hospitality, and group tickets are on sale now. Call 316-221-8000. Get ready for all the excitement of Wind Surge Baseball. A full slate of promotions, fireworks, giveaways, and much more coming to the ballpark. Get ready for baseball April 5th. Visit windsurge.com and listen to every game on ESPN Wichita 92.3. It was a beautiful day, sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. Congratulations to Emmanuel. Trees he has won. $30 worth of Kansas Lottery tickets. Appreciate you listening and interacting. We're about to hand things off here to Saran Petro with the program. After that, we'll have 
the final Friends Basketball show for men's basketball. 6.30, then will be overtime, and that will lead us into KCAC quarterfinal basketball tonight. The KCAC postseason tournament is here, and it starts on the women's side. Friends hosting Bethany. Should be a thrilling game tonight starting at 7 o'clock right here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Love you guys interacting on the text line, 316-247-0923. Someone asked, what rando are we paying to start screaming out Lesky in Arizona next week? All right, Jack Johnson, you know people out in Arizona. You were just out there. Get to work. Get someone to yell out Lesky. Please and thank you. I'll try my best. (laughs) Please and thank you. That'd be great. Also, sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes the text line just gets a little little crazy, maybe sometimes incoherent. <laughs> I don't know what went on, but we had one person send a text and I don't I have no idea what it means. Another one <laughs> responded. Oh, it was so great. Someone sent a message, answer my dad's text. He has a good point of view. <laughs> And Jack, I don't know if that was you. It must have been you. We haven't received any new text. And the answer was, that was my 10-year-old daughter. She was just excited to interact with radio. She heard you giving out the phone number just to be on the radio. Well, (laughs) thanks for interacting. Glad that your daughter did that. That was cool. And I did just get this. I'm late to the party today, Pat. Should the Chiefs go get Gabe Davis? At 316-247-0923. Out of all of the wide receivers that would probably be available, that would be the most realistic one. Now, should they? I guess it kind of depends how other things just kind of fall into place, but I would take a Gabe Davis over a Marquez Valdez-Scantling. That would be my initial thought without doing much research. We'll have some more time maybe to circle back around to it tomorrow so i know that might not answer your question completely but yeah if i'm the chiefs that would be the more realistic guy that i'd be able to go out there and get at least to me jack we have a who am i wednesday i will kick it off i'm a former major league baseball player um roger clemens oh at least you you get the the pitching aspect correct I pitched for 12 seasons. Uh, Mariano Rivera. No, but you're you're at least doing doing some cool stuff there. I pitched 12 seasons for the Brooklyn slash Los Angeles Dodgers from 1955 to 1966. Kofax. Good work. <laughs> Good work. I should have said I'm a seven-time All-Star. I should have just stopped right there, just to see if you would got it. My my, if we would have kept going, my last one was going to be I have my nickname is the left arm of God. Ah, there I would have known that one. Yes, <laughs> that's that's one of the maybe one name that does get brought up a lot, but I do like that nickname. That's uh, pretty good. Mine is a former NBA Hall of Famer. Former NBA Hall of Famer, Wilt Chamberlain. 
I was a six-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, two-time All-NBA player, and 1976-77 All-Rookie team member. Whoa, 1976-77? Mm-hmm. Nineteen sixty six six no seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. Gosh, I have no idea who would even be in the seventies for rookies. I'll pass. I don't have a good one on that one. I don't even know if I can even come up with a, a guess on on a rookie in nineteen seventy six. I spent uh three seasons. With the Bad Boy Pistons. With the Bad Boy Pistons. So, therefore, that would be... I mean, that would be Isaiah Thomas? Or, no, I'm thinking that's too late. I bet you... Uh, I, okay, continue. I already took my one guess. Um, next hint here. I spent the majority of my career in Utah. Where I was a multiple-time All-Star. Oh. As you can see, I'm clearly not fit to play this game. Played the majority of the time in Utah. Pass. My nickname was The Teacher. Oh. Man, that took uh, long enough, didn't it? Not the professor. We're talking about the teacher, huh? The teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted over here. Um, that would be... Uh, my gosh. I know the mailman. So that would have to be... Would that be... Uh, Pistol Pete? No. Uh, do you just want me to give it to you? Yes, please. I'm Adrian Dantley. Yeah, no clue. Happy birthday, Adrian Dantley. Ha, now you're playing it. To, now you're going back to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to keep me up on my toes. All right. Well, I snuck at that. Snuck at that. That's for sure. All right. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll. All right. That does it for us here today. Thank you so much for listening. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Strappen saying so long, Wichita. You have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow at 2 o'clock here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Your exclusive home of championship